You know, it's 1968. I'm 18 years old in the jungles of Panama on my very first missionary trip, living with an Indian tribe that didn't wear clothes. And we lived wildcat style, no catch, no eat. If I shot a monkey, we ate monkey. If I shot a pig, we ate pig. Didn't eat any, didn't shoot anything, didn't eat anything. And I learned a powerful lesson watching these, the, the Indian tribe catch monkeys alive. And when they wanted to eat them, we just, we just shot them and killed them. But uh, when they wanted to go sell them or take them in alive, they would put a, a, a like a, a, a five gallon water jug out in the jungle that they'd brought in from the city. And uh, they'd put bananas in the bottom of it and they'd put them in a local spot where they knew the monkeys were gonna hang out. And then sure enough, here would come monkeys after a while and they'd uh, reach their hand down there and they'd grab a banana. And uh, because they wouldn't let go of it, because they kept the banana in their fist, they couldn't get their hand out of the jar. And so they'd hear us coming, they'd hear the, the tribe coming, wow. they'd smell us coming, they'd hear us coming, they'd start screaming and yelling and hollering and throwing a fit and jumping all over the place, knocking the jug down, dragging it with them. They'd never open their hand to get loose and gain their freedom. And I learned something about partnership and about giving from that is that uh, you can't receive from God with That's an open, right. with, an, with a closed fist or a closed heart. That's right. But if you live with an open fist and an open heart, That's you'll right. always be able to be a giver and a receiver. And I've lived by that, Renee, for yes, 53 years That's that I right. refuse to keep a closed fist. I'm gonna let that, I'm gonna open my fist, open my heart, be a blessing partner with, I've partnered with people with ministries all my life and will continue to do so. That's right. We love you, God bless you. There's a link Thank on the bottom. If you wanna get a hold of us, partner with us, uh, terrymize.com or click on the link. We love you, God bless you. heaven is watching the earth all the time looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God that's going to speak the Word of God that's going to move on the Word of God and when they do heaven moves Hello, everyone. God bless you today, and welcome to More Than Conquerors program. We are just delighted, <laughs> as always, to get to be with you. Terry and I look forward to sharing, you know, nearly, probably now over 100 years of ministry between the two of us. Oh, yeah. And, sure. um, you know, Terry's always got a fresh new story to tell us that somehow we never heard before. <laughs> so we are excited about the goodness of God. And that's just our lives out of 8 billion people on the planet. So we look forward to talking to you today. And uh, I think we've got some good stuff. We're going to talk to you about um, that topic of that you've had to live by for all these years uh, and going into foreign countries. Clocks, calendars, decimal points. You can't let them beat you. You can't let them uh, be the True. thing that, that dictates whether you go or you don't go, right? No, absolutely. you got to hear from the Holy Ghost. We are, we are spirit-led people. Yes. You've got to be led by the Holy Ghost. You know, the, the, the ministry is not a business. No. You know, it's, it's God's business. It's kingdom business. That's right. But it, it's run by the Holy Spirit. That's and right. And we have to, you know, something John Osteen told us decades and decades ago, I, that, that stays with me all the time. 
And he said, go to the book of Acts. Yes. <laughs> and take you a highlighter, a marker of some kind. Right, right. And just go through the whole book of Acts and underline or mark, highlight, every time it says the Holy Spirit said or the Holy Spirit did or the Holy Spirit something. Spoke, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, he, and he said, underline that. And he said, you'll find it's just that's how they, that's how the book of Acts had all those miracles. That's right. And that's how right. Paul and the apostles had all those successes. And he said, then if you'll notice toward the end of it, the last two or three chapters, he said, you notice it never says the Holy Ghost said anything else. And he said, that's when they start getting beat up. They start getting <laughs> put in prison. They start getting in trouble. And he yep. said, either the Holy Ghost quit talking or they quit listening, one or the other. But he said, you need to right. go through the book of Acts. And that'd be good for you to do. That's uh, right. Just go through the book of Acts and mark those places where it says the Holy Ghost said. You know, there in chapter 13, uh, whenever Paul and Barnabas, or, there was five ministers there, you know, in Antioch. And they were they were teachers and prophets. The Bible said, right. And then Such and then and in names of it, it talks about Paul and Simeon and Barnabas and right. Niger right. Right. and uh, and then it says uh, it says and the Holy Ghost said, yes, the Holy Ghost said. Here they were minding their own business at the church in Antioch, <laughs> being a prophet, being a teacher, yes. and the Holy Ghost said, Sad. separate me for me, the Holy Ghost. Wow. He didn't say do it what? for God, do it for Wonderful. the ministry. He said, the Holy Spirit said, separate me, yes. Saul and Barnabas, for the work whereunto I, the Holy Ghost, I have called them. And it says, then they laid hands on them. And then it says, they being sent away by the Holy Ghost well, went to all these places. So we've got to be led by the Spirit of God. No, that's right. And probably as much now, if not more so, in the generation that we live in, uh, do we have to be led by the Holy Spirit? No, we absolutely. live in the most dangerous, complicated time I think that's ever been on the earth before. And uh, when God started dealing with me about this, oh, I guess 20, 25 years ago now, Terry, um, to not be tormented by the clock or the calendar or what's on either side of the decimal point, but to be ready to listen to the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes, because he always has the answer. He always has the answer. And it's not because I was raised up in a Pentecostal church. I've had the Holy Ghost, you and I both, since we were children. But there's the ability to actually hear the voice of God, not just speak in tongues, mm -hmm. not just yes. learn how to shout and clap and, 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 have, a, and have a good time and, and, you know, and all of that. But the Holy Spirit has been put on the inside of us to hear hit the voice of God, literally. Yes, yes, And yes. lead us. And uh, one time I was, when, when we were pastoring there in Corpus, Dean and I, um, back in the 90s, Terry, had to have been back in the 90s, I was, um, I was just sort of frustrated, aggravated, I guess, um, just, I guess, emotionally fraught, I guess you could say, over... Um, some things in the church, and I was just saying, golly, it's like we were talking the other day about, you know, when we first started out, Lord, why do we always have to, we're, you know, will there ever come a time when we're not just believing God for the next meal, right. you know, right. or the toothpicks, the tooth, yeah. you know. I remember one time you and Jackie, and you and Dean and Jackie and I were sitting around at a meal, and we were talking about faith and yeah. talking about, you know, believing God and right. and 
the excitement of it and how great it was. And I remember at some point you said, I just get, but yeah, but I just get so tired of having to believe God for the toothpicks, <laughs> you know, and, uh, I know and when was, you and I were talking about that the other day and said, well, yes. thank God we don't have to believe God for the toothpicks anymore. Although we need to still keep believing God for the toothpicks. No, Everything right. we need we do it. needs to still be faith because God, yes. God's the one that still supplies the toothpicks. It's like you said, either they quit listening to the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, if you ever want to stay on the cutting edge of everything that God is doing, be filled with the Holy Ghost. And that's the problem. People start trusting themselves rather than that inner voice of the Holy Spirit. That, uh, you know, Jude 20 says that when you pray in tongues, you build yourself up on your most holy ghost but i was sitting in my kitchen at my kitchen table one day and we had a big window and i just remember looking out the window and just saying to the lord when what am i going to do and i was praying in tongues had my bible in front of me house is empty i'm there by myself in the morning time and i'm just sitting there praying and asking the lord what in the world you know lord we've got this due on that date and we've got this coming up and we've got this convention and and this person is doing this and when i mean i just said when <laughs> when <laughs> is there going to be some relief from all of this and my bible just fell open to acts chapter 1 and as i begin to read it and i would encourage you to read terry and i've already given you some homework go read acts chapter 13 and then now acts chapter 1 uh where where Jesus is talking to the disciples and they actually begin the keys. He's teaching, he's giving insight and they came to him and they asked him uh, when they were assembled together in verse six, has said, Lord, is this the time that you're going to reestablish your kingdom and restore everything back to Israel and everything's going to work out and it's all going to be great and wonderful. And Jesus said, um, it's not for you to know the seasons or the times. It's not for you to, to set up everything so organizationally that you've you know got everything lined out and Jesus is going to do this and we're going to have that and we're going to have this and it's all going to be wonderful. You they know? were asking when. Yeah, that big question when and and that, that's really you know the great questions in life about when, where, how, what, and who. Um, you know that that everybody. The enemy seems to torment our soul. The enemy of our soul tends to want to use the clock, the calendar, and what's on either side of the decimal point to harass, to hinder, to torment sometimes with, um, and then and then make you weary in well-doing, like Paul said, and make you faint so that you don't receive from the Lord. So that day I was sitting there and I was so frustrated. You know, you were, you're just going to God and you're griping or fussing about things. And my Bible just fell open to this. And Jesus' answer here is so profound. He says, it's, that's none of your business. The timing is not, is not up to your, up to you. The timing is it's up not to me. Your department. I, yeah. He, he says, I'm looking like we were talking the other day. He said, I'm looking down from a vertical i see the car coming here Mm -hmm. i see the other car coming here i know the timing of all these things of when they're gonna happen in your life and all the days that have been written in your book like in a book in heaven like psalm 139 says that all your days are written in the book and uh and in heaven that has my name on it, your name on it. and i was sitting there and i realized jesus said but i want you to go to jerusalem 
and get filled with the Holy Ghost, receive power, and then go and be witnesses for me and all the world. But he's saying, you've got to go to Jerusalem and get filled with the Holy Ghost and then just go preach the gospel and I'll work out the time and the clock and the calendar and the money. Absolutely. You know, and that day in my life back in the 90s, whenever that was, just literally at that moment, I, Terry, it just helped me realize my job is to be full of the Holy Ghost. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> my job yeah. is not to not to lay out a calendar. It's not that we can't be organized. Oh, of course. You know. Uh, and, and some of the things that all of us all of us have to do, um, you've got to, uh, n- you know, know when to hold them, know when to fold them. You know, you've got to lay out if you're in business, you've got to know when to order something, when not to order something. Of all course. of those. Uh, God still wants you to plan, and ha- because well, we wisdom, live, we live by the calendar. I mean, yeah. we, you know, we're planning these missions trips and overseas exactly. trips, and we've got to buy airline tickets and right. make hotel reservations. Right. Right. So, so you know, the calendar is important, right? You know, and so are decimal points, and so is the clock. But right. you can't let them lead you. You That's can't it. let them control you. <laughs> you can't let them torment you. You right, can't let them right. uh, be a, a, a bigger factor. Uh, they're your servant. You're not their servant. That's it. That's, but, that's you know, such being a great the first statement. part of the year here, this this brand new year of 23, um, you and I have talked about this over and over. I, you know, I think it's just time to take people back to Faith 101. Yes. I mean, back to the basics. Back to, <laughs> that's right. Uh, I, I think here it is. That we've been in Word of Faith over fifty years now, and I think a lot of times we we have our own vocabulary, right? You know, yes. we have our own our own language, and right. I think new people uh, that are coming along, I think I think maybe they uh, uh, they don't know what we're talking about. So I think as yeah. far as just trying to do, you know, get back to Faith One Hundred and One and just teach them the basics. Well, like when the the times when you've had to buy a plane ticket, sure, and didn't have the money, sure. Um, how did how did you handle that? I mean, I, I've heard your testimonies on some of those things, sure. you know, that you've done that, and and the and your staff would not uh, think. Well, he's probably not going. We don't have the money, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, how did you I deal? I even had him look me in the eye and say, "You're not going. We don't have the money." Right. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> you know, we it when you when you want people to work with you, you don't want to hire just you know somebody that'll just uh, you know be yes people or just slaves in that regard. You want to hire people that that actually come along with you and your and your staff that that do things uh, maybe better than we can do in some area. But sure. then but then they they don't need to be the people that are telling us not to do something right. we have in our heart to do so right. yeah yeah they're not they're not running things you know because because we've got to hear from the holy ghost right to know where to go and when to go there right and uh, you know and you've you've done that i mean over and over i mean I, when y'all were living there in, in corpus christi and uh, you know you were getting ready to go to certain places and sure. do certain things and there'd be and this is back in the 80s i mean where you would have to have tens of thousands of dollars sure. to go do something and and y'all are believing god for the rent and the light bill and, oh yeah of course. And, <laughs> of course and all of this stuff and god still says go yeah i've never seen the holy ghost feel sorry for me no no <laughs> nor no. you nor anybody no. else nor the holy ghost just doesn't feel sorry for you see that bread. <laughs> he says so what <clears throat> you know the timing of the thing but, is if i'm full of the holy ghost i'm not going to fear and i've seen you 
tell me how you did that. You know, well, I mean, you, you know, were I, I, the apostle. People are always want me to tell miracle stories and tell right. testimonies. And, and I teach in Bible schools a lot around the world. But a lot of times I'll tell Bible school students, I say, now I'm going to tell you some stories of things that God pulled off uh, and had me use faith for. Right. So, but I said, but, you know, I'm not your example. I don't, I don't want you going doing what I did. No, that's right. Because I don't know where your faith level is, whether you can do that or not. I right. When I did those things, I knew where my faith level was. Right. Uh, I've got an old, old tape series back years and years ago, decades ago, called uh, uh, Know Where Your Faith Level, Know Where Your Faith Level Is. Right. You know, right. because uh, Brother Copeland used to always tell us, you know, don't try to believe for a suit if you've never believed for a pair of socks. You right. have to, it's incremental. You know, you have to start believing for socks and then believe for your sh- your, you know, mm. your, your your suit. And so a lot of things I've done that stepped off in, in, in faith, I might not have even thought at the time it was faith. No. I'd look back on it a few years later and say, oh, my Lord, that was yeah. faith. We've but, looked back on lots of things like that. We thought at the time it, it looked messy. Mm-hmm. At the time it looked it didn't look like it was a great act of faith. But we look back on it. We were talking just last night about it. We look back on it now. And we think, my goodness gracious, that was phenomenal that we actually had the presence of mind to do that or say that. So I think we'll cover some of these faith things in these next few programs and get back to basics so people understand how you can start it. A, B, C, D, you know, wherever you, know, you, you don't are start up here at M or X, you know, you, you start where you are. And, um, and that's actually your only choice to start where you are. But I, I've told a lot of a lot of students, I said, don't don't jump off here and try to do something I did just because I did it. You know, right. you, you listen to the Holy Ghost because things that I did that were just crazy. People used to say I had wild faith. People used to say I had reckless faith, you know, because I'd just step out there and, you know, God would do something. Right. Uh, and, and faith takes that. Faith takes you getting out on a limb and sawing it off. But yet you need to know you've got the faith to do that. That's right. You know, it's, not everybody it's a lifestyle. Can, can, is, is yeah. at that level. Right. If you're a, if you're a single mom uh, or and, and let's say this, a single mom at home <laughs> and you're taking care of three little kids and then, or you're a businessman out here that's got to plan and order product and, and administrate and hire and fire. Uh, all of this is a place where you have to find a starting place. Yes. And you have to find where you're going to start at, use your faith, and begin to stand and learn to be full of the Holy Ghost so you're not tormented by a clock, a calendar, uh, you know, a, a bill that comes in the mail. Um, you know, and I mean, it, you can, you, you can learn to manage and overcome the fear of the unknown and not be tormented by it. When you're full of the Holy Ghost, you hear from God, you know, you're building a practice like Paul taught from faith to faith. But also he said, we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. Mm -hmm. So the glory goes along with acting in faith. And when you begin to act in faith like that, and it's like um, here in Romans 8, it says that the Holy Spirit in long long about verse um, 27, Romans 8, 27, it says when you're full of the Holy Ghost, like you're saying, you've had to build that. 
into your life to where you know how to listen to the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. You know when he's talking. Absolutely. And you know when somebody else is trying to get you to do something that you don't have peace about in your heart about it. He says, for the Holy Spirit searches what is in the He knows what is in the mind of God, but he searches the hearts of men trying to give to us the information that we're going to need from the throne of God. No, absolutely. And that's the, that's the benefit of praying in tongues, being full of the Holy Ghost, having a practice faith like Terry has built in his life all through these years to know when to go, when not to go, regardless of what the calendar or the clock says. No, that's exactly right. Or the bank and, to, and to know that you're you're hearing from God right. that you didn't just make this up. Right. You didn't just decide, hey, I think this is a good idea. I'll go do this. Yeah. Or, or also knowing that you're not violating one promise of God exactly. to make another one work. Right. You know, we can't we can't just say, hey, I think I'll believe for this, knowing all the time the Lord said over here, don't do that. Right. <laughs> you know, because he's not going to bless what he's right. already forbidden. Well, wisdom is still the principal yes, thing. It is. Yes, Obedience it is. probably comes right up under that, that you've got wisdom. And you've got to obey God, and then over here's faith, and over here's love. You've got to know how to manage those three compartments right. with your obedience. Right. I've got to match my obedience to wisdom, to faith, and to love. And we all ha- we have to go back to principles of faith, which we've taught for decades, uh, that you're always going to have to talk. Faith talks. Yes. You're going to have to act. Faith is an act. Right. You know, so right. your talking has to line up. Your your actions have to line up. And they all have to line up with the Word of God. That's right. And be led by the Spirit right. to do it at the same time. Now, now, think about this, what you're saying. What you're not doing, what you don't want to start doing is feeling like, uh, what is that? Philippians chapter two says, uh, not in your own strength. You're not trying to keep all the plates in the air. <laughs> what you're wanting to do is what the Bible says to pray without ceasing, walk by faith, live in the spirit. If we're going to Paul said, if we're going to walk in the spirit, let us also live in the spirit. Mm-hmm. So what you're trying to do, what your goal is, is to enhance the conversation in the inner man to where you're hearing the Holy Spirit and you're less moved by what you're seeing on the clock and the calendar and the decimal point. Absolutely. And the fear and the torment and the harassment of today's society is not what uh, determines how a believer functions. No, absolutely. Certainly it, it not somebody traveling it like you It separates us. From the rest of the world. Yes. You yes. Know, you know the Bible talks about the Amplified. It talks about uh, don't 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 get in line with the beggarly elements of this world. Right. right. Because the whole world, eight eight billion people now. Yes. Uh, wow. They're all operating by the beggarly elements of this world. Right. The natural realm. In other words, one plus one is two, and two plus two is four. Well, we're we're not mere men, and we're not supposed to operate. By the beggarly elements of this world. Yeah. So God's math is different than that. Right. God said a thousand. I mean, one person can put a thousand to flight, right? And two can put ten thousand to flight. Oh, well, no, wait a minute, that's new math. <laughs> I mean, you think, wait, wait, wait. If one can put a thousand to flight, then two can put two thousand to flight. No, no. Oh. God said one can put a thousand to flight, right. but you get somebody in agreement with you in the Holy Ghost, and you can put ten thousand to flight. Wow. So the world doesn't live that way. The world has to do one plus one plus one plus right. one plus one, right. and, and 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 we get we get one plus one equals ten thousand. Because we're not we're 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 citizens of a different world. Yes. And God's got a book that leads us and guides us, and then He's got the Holy Ghost right. that shows us. Isn't that so? Where to be led yes. and guided? Yes. Right. And we can't just make up something and say, "I'm going to do this in faith." 
Right. And, um, you, you know, I've had people come to me and say, Brother Terry, pray for me because I'm I'm about to do this business investment or I'm about to do this or I'm about to do this. And I'll say, wait, 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 wait. God won't bless that. Yeah. What do you mean God won't bless that? I said, well, that, what you're doing is in, in line with the Word of God. Right. I remember one time I was preaching in a church and I was just going along preaching, walking out by the people, you know. And, and this guy sitting on the front row just said to me, he said, right in the middle of the sermon, he said, Brother Terry. Held his hand out like this. He said, agree with me right now. The Bible says if two agree touching one thing, it's so. He said, agree with me right now that God will give me $10,000. And uh, I walked over to him, and I put my hand out to take, take his hand. And I said, okay, uh, do you pay your tithe? He said, well, no, I'm not a tither. I said, whoa, wait, wait. I said, I'm not going <laughs> to agree with you. I said, you're violating one covenant of God, yeah, right. trying to make another one work. Right. You're trying right. to use the, if any if, if any two of us touch, you know, uh, touch right. one thing on earth agreeing that right. God will do it for us, and yet you're violating this. I'd see, Jesus refused to do that right. when, when the devil took him up to the temple, uh, top of the temple, and said to him, hey, jump, jump. You know, he said, the Bible says in Psalms 91 that God will give his angels charge over. I mean, he quoted the scripture to Jesus. Yes. God said he'd give you angels uh, to protect you and lift you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. Well, Jesus didn't fall for that no, because he, he knew not. that's a violation right. of another scripture that says, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And so he said, devil, it is written. It is written. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord mm. thy God. Jump yourself. <laughs> and and right. he didn't fall for that. You know, right. he, and if you don't watch out, even the devil will give you some scriptures to act on. That's the truth. You know, every drunk, That's every drunk, Renee, on Skid Row <laughs> in any city in America yes, knows yes. the scripture that, that yes. Paul said to Timothy, take a little wine for the stomach's sake. Right. And they'll quote that to you and quote that to you and quote that to you and quote that to you. But they bypass all those other scriptures that say don't get drunk. Well, <laughs> you, know? you know, when... And, and don't drink in excess. <laughs> when, when you're handling uh, money that has to do with your own I mean, you're handling money that has to do with your particular lifestyle, your family, the quality of life that your family's at. Then you've had to believe God for over and above oh, sure. $30,000, dollars right. or more. And things still have to run at home. And still have to run at home. It, what I find so exciting, it being filled with the Holy Ghost, and I know uh, we don't have a lot of time here today. I wanted you to tell about that other uh, situation. No, I'm sorry. But um, the, the deal with um, knowing that you've got to have this amount to function on doing mm -hmm. both. Mm -hmm. In other words, God can do both. Mm -hmm. God can take care of you and your family, just like Second Corinthians nine over there says, He'll give bread to the eater and he'll give seed to the sower. And God can hold two thoughts in his head at the same time. In Deuteronomy he tells us that that uh, we'll be blessed in the city. And and blessed, blessed in, the, in field. the field. So you know when I would go off on a mission trip, that's the right. field. Right. So I said, okay, Lord, you're going to bless me in the field. You're going to pay for this. But Jackie and the kids are staying home, and there's exactly. bills at home, and there's staff that has to be paid, and there's things that have to be done. That's the city. So I need you to bless me in the city while I'm going to the field. But I got to be blessed in the field. But we can't forget the city. Right. And God, God has God does it both. Well, it's just it's just like you in your business. If if you're a, if you're at home and you've got the, these bills for you and your family, and then over here in your business you've got to have another hundred thousand come in to take care of what you're doing over here. You know, God's an equal equal opportunity blesser. And and just like you're saying here in Deuteronomy 28, being filled with the Holy Ghost helps you pray in the earth 
the things that you need to pray about and hear the voice of God to how to function within that so that the clocks, the calendars, the decimal points do not torment you and harass you. Our time is gone for today. Yeah, I'm sorry about We're that, We're going to come back and tell you some stories here. a couple here. of things I'd like to really tell yeah. on this subject. We'll have to we really week. need to talk to you about this because here we are in 2023, right here at the beginning of the year. Lots of folks making plans. Got to pay your taxes. Got to get everything organized. Got to put in what your vacation time is for the rest of the year. So anyway, we love you. We know you're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost and you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. Bye-bye. everybody. Renee and I just want to remind you that the greatest miracle of all time and the only eternal miracle is salvation. So uh, let's just do that right now. Pray this prayer after me. Father God, I come before you today to accept Jesus. I believe in my heart Jesus is the Son of God. I call on you today according to your word. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Wash me in your blood. Make me a new creature. Thank you, Lord, for saving me, and I'll serve you the rest of my days in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, the Bible says you're saved. You're born again. So write us, let us know, tell somebody that you prayed with Terry and Renee and that you gave your heart to Jesus. We love you. God bless you. 